live. I mean, we're live on, what is it, like three different platforms. <laughs> we're live on your Instagram, we're live on my YouTube channel, we're live on Tough Skin. So, hey guys, welcome back to Tough Skin Podcast. I am here with... Jenny! Yay! I'm so excited. So, um, I'll explain a little bit what Tough Skin is. So, basically what it's about, it's a podcast that I just started and, you know, everybody has a story. So, and... It's just like saying, you know, like the hardships and things you go through and and how it's brought you, quote unquote, tough skin, you know? So I guess even before we start, like, why don't we like say like our little like story and how we met and then we can get into your story. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so we met through a photo shoot. Yeah, for King C. I mean, yes. I'm not rocking it, but he's rocking it. I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just like one of my favorite black tees and probably my only black tee that I have yeah. So I was like, and the red hat. I was like, I need that contrast. I have pale skin. Let's do it. Yes, King Slay. We love. And also shout out to King C. Yes, Because you guys are amazing. <laughs> awesome. So I guess we'll get started. Yeah, let's so, so tell me like a little bit about yourself. Me, wow, um, unpredictable. That's me. Me, literally. <laughs> unpredictable. It's like, how do you describe unpredictable? I am one of those free spirited, random people. I am a person who loves to surround myself with positive energy, mm -hmm. good vibes, um, extremely energetic. I get asked all the time, where do I get it from? And I just don't know. I think it's honestly just being around people and yeah. just being that person who's just like, yeah, let's be crazy. The life of the party. Exactly, life of the party. Hello, turn up. Uh, yeah, that's just the type of person I am, and it's just, it's it's great. I mean, like, why waste time focusing on things that are so stressful? Yes, we have our moments, but um, at the end of the day, I mean, like, let's live it up, and there's no time for that. Life is too short. Exactly. No, I definitely agree. No, but I even know because you're such a great model. Like, <laughs> <Thank> literally, <you. laughs> I was taking his photos, and I'm like, oh my goodness, yes, King, you slay the game, because, and I kept making him laugh, because he does all these serious poses, like, oh yes, I'm Are here. you doing it right now? You're making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the light films, that's what we're here for. But, no, basically, I guess, um, this is a little, I guess, I mean, we're, we can be, like, fun and stuff, but, like, it's a little more, like, serious, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, um, I guess going into it, you know, um, the question, I guess, like how how did you become the person that you are today? Yeah, um, I mean, growing up, I was always that type of person who was very focused on like school and uh, my parents. I grew up in a strict household, um, not too strict, but it was also strict. Make sure you get good grades. You know, be home by a certain time. Make sure it was like there was it was structure there. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, oh, right, good, good grades. And that's really all I have to do. And I can't, being the youngest of five, I kind of like, five? A, yes, wow. five. Yeah. And are you, you're the baby. youngest, right? I am the baby. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, you know, I got a little bit more leeway and they were a little bit more lenient with me growing up, but I just, I was very observant and I still am to this day when it comes to behavior. And I remember growing up, looking at my, my siblings and, oh, okay, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. And I'm like, okay, go get good grades. That sounds easy. So yeah, to, to <laughs> I was, do it. Yeah, yeah like, I just be that person to do that. And I've always been that person, optimistic. I didn't, I, drama is not my thing. Uh, oh, no, going, I don't like drama. No. I don't, I've never really faced that. Um, it wasn't something that was a challenge for me, you know. I've had, like, you know, you hear little things, like, when people say, oh, so-and-so said this. And I was like, okay, if someone feels that about me, they're more than welcome to talk to me as a human being, and we can go from there. And, of course, that never happened, so I think... 
that's how I gained my respect for people. It was just more like, all right, I'm not going to react to something so idiotic. And plus, like, at school, like, when I was in school, it was just more so like, hey, this is me. But, like, getting to know me as a person was more so out of school. It wasn't a focus while I was in school. Mm. Um, and I was always that person, and I was just being observant. Um, where am I right now wasn't exactly who I was before. I would say the turning point <laughs> was, uh, I would say to it was between 2000 and 2012 when mm-hmm. I got in my, like, my first relationship. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and it was my first relationship, like, serious relationship and also a relationship with a guy. Mm-hmm. So that was crazy. <laughs> it was How never was a dull that? moment. Like, you know, like, the whole process of that, you know? It was insane because when I first, <laughs> like, came out or just, I, I, let me rephrase that. When I first accepted myself, I was very hesitant like who to come out to Mm -hmm. because of course there's a lot of battles when it comes to the community itself the gay community and it was more so like okay how do i come out to my friends are they going to disown me and nothing changed in my friendships and then with my family i was very hesitant because i was still trying to be comfortable also with with myself and also be comfortable in my own skin of who i liked and i was just confused and also just like all right now i'm just having fun Mm-hmm. I'm having fun. I'm only like 18, 19. I'm just, this is whatever. I'm just going out and yeah. having fun. Just it is what it is. what the wind takes you. Exactly. And... Pocahontas was guiding me. <laughs> <laughs> the colors of the wind. The color, all the, all, literally, all the colors. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was just, it got, it was, that's what I was doing. And it wasn't until 2010 I met uh, my ex and it was nothing intentional. It was like, hey, I want to talk to you. It was more like, hey, we're just conversing. And yeah. it somehow developed into us actually talking and then later on turning into a relationship. Oh. And it was pretty like, whoa, this is, I'm in a relationship. I'm actually dating someone. I, I like someone. And this is just insane for me. You and know? how long were you guys together for? We were together two and a half years. And he was the one who actually not pushed me, but helped encourage me to come out without yeah. not words anything just oh, wow. I was comfortable yeah for me to come out and say, yeah. yeah I was like hey I'm in college I work and I really this is the person that I like and mm-hmm. well, at that time love I guess you could say and I felt invincible and I'm like whether someone with whether my family and friends accept me or not I felt like I was in a good place and I was happy with myself and I was actually expect I was ready for the worst in case it was the worst oh wow yeah I was just like I'm this independent soul and I feel like I'm on top of the world just because not only that I'm, I've accepted myself but also that of, of the simple fact that I was pretty much independent and mm-hmm. su- like su- supplying for my own self and my needs so I just felt like hey I love myself at the end of the day that's first and foremost, and no one's gonna take that away from me. And how was that? Like, were you nervous at all? Or, like, oh my how gosh. was that process? You know, of, like, <laughs> you know, because I don't know. I mean, me growing up, like, I grew up in a Christian home, so yeah. it's not really like I haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've met. You know, I've honestly like, like I have a lot. Like, like we're, we're just here mm-hmm. together. You know, it's not really. You know, but like, how was that? And that's funny because that's how I grew up. I've never judged anyone it was more so yeah. i was that type of person in school i would literally mingle from group to group to like the rockers to the yeah. prep to the jocks no to yeah i was just no i knew clicks. everyone and that's just how i was i said that everyone butterfly, butterfly. Yeah. i can't speak but i felt like a chameleon i was <laughs> yeah. just like i want to know what everybody's about adapting and, to yeah literally yeah. <laughs> exactly and my eyes were all over the place you know exactly yeah. like um, <laughs> but it was a little bit nerve-wracking especially i was i grew up in a military household oh wow yeah and, like, yeah Ooh. 
I know. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie. Yes, yeah. So that's what I meant by structure and like shake, like your gates, everything was that. So. Well, that's why you're saying that you have to be strict and yes. stuff like that. Oh, okay. Got so it. when it came down to it, and I was like, okay, I've been dating this dude for three months, and I'm actually already at the point where I feel like I am in love with this guy. Oh wow. My I, my sisters already knew at that time. Like I was already, they already knew of my status and who he was and whatnot. So the part was now mom and dad, and it was so nerve wracking. And let me tell you how this story is. Oh you know, some people sit them tea. down. We're sipping that tea. Yeah, this tea had lots of honey in it. Oh, <laughs> we love guys. If you guys like your tea with honey, you know, let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> comments down below. So, um, actually, I got out on Facebook because I wasn't living with my parents at the time. And I was like, I have no idea how to say this, but I, I need to you say it. You told them through Facebook? I told them through Facebook. Stop. I shared it. I sent them both a message. Like a group message? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> you said really no, no, no. Hey, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, it was individual for sure. I was oh, like, wow. this is going to be an individual message. So, I basically along the lines, like, hey, just letting you know, I'm still, like, I've been going through the process of finding myself, mm -hmm. and I do have a preference for both at that time, mm -hmm. and, you know, I've found someone that I'm currently dating, this is what I like, and this doesn't deteriorate or take away from the fact that I am still a man, and yeah. I, I'm not a cross-dresser, nothing like that, wow. but this is just something that, it's just a preference, mm -hmm. uh, like a sexual orientation, and uh, this is what I'm doing right now this is I'm dating someone yeah. and what did they say how did they react to that oh I knew my mom I was like my mom wouldn't care I could like turn yeah, into mom. no I can literally turn into a rock and my mom would still love me like, like I love you rock baby yeah. rock she is, she is the most loving person Aww. like yeah so you I, love mom yeah thanks mom uh, <laughs> shout out to you mom <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my dad I was like damn like this is my dad. And he's and, military and strict. Yeah, and I knew like I knew more so like his love for me, and I knew that it was gonna hurt him. So wow. it was more so I'm like the fact that I knew that it was going to touch him that was the fact that I knew he was gonna touch me, and yeah. I knew he wasn't gonna disown me or anything like that. I was just like I know it was gonna be a very hard time, mm -hmm. and I didn't get a response from him mm -hmm. at first. It took about like maybe two weeks. Yeah, and and you that was he responded. Like, yeah. I mean, actually I mean Facebook is hard because, I mean, I barely respond to my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he now, read it. Oh, oh, he read it. SMG. Yes. <gasps> the gag. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy. But it wasn't yeah. bad. Like, I, my mom was like, hey, your dad just wanted me to let you know. Like, we spoke on the phone that he loves you. And, you know, he just needs some time. And I'm like, I totally understand. You yeah, know. he's your dad. Mm -hmm. And he came down and we spoke about it. He's like, hey, I just, I'm sorry I didn't respond to you. I just needed some time. And I'm like, look, you don't even have to explain yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I... I understand and I know this wasn't easy for me to say. And that to you he guys. was so not accepting, but I mean later on, but yeah. it was it was a shock, you know. It is. I mean it was a shock especially for me. Especially your son, you know, growing mm -hmm. up. I mean, especially for you too. Finding yeah. out, you know, I guess like everybody nowadays are like, Oh, my identity, I wanna find myself, mm -hmm. you know, who am I? And then you know, you finding yourself is uh, and it's funny you say that because I feel like in middle school it's kind of like oh you're, you're here. everybody's just all over the place in high school you start formulating and you kind of start figuring out where exactly you want to be and then after high school for me it was more of like I have reached freedom I'm mm. a little adult like I'm 18 and that's whatever. crazy because yeah. literally after yeah no in high school you're in with your cliques or we're not yeah. clicky but you know you're with your people and then you never see them after high school it's true yeah. guys best four years for your life but you don't <laughs> see them after graduation mm -mm. and college like you said freedom there's so oh, much yeah. freedom and 
I feel like even myself, I found out who I was, you know, as like this young girl that loves Jesus, and yeah. I like I wanted to grow more into that. And, yeah, you know, you've been yourself. Yeah, and that's how I started solidifying my, my character and the things I preferred and what I wanted to do and my preferences and molding and perfecting who I was. Mm. So, yeah, I was just free spirit and just trying things and just, hey, like, you can't knock it unless you try. That's kind of like something yeah. I like to go by. And Were you nervous about, like, experiencing all that and everything? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's something that was completely new. Yeah. Yeah, because no, no, yeah, it's completely different. Like I literally I tell you the first time I went to gay club, it was such a cultural shock for me. I was like, what is this? This is insane. Oh and I'm like, I am here. I I don't know how to feel. I just felt yeah. like frozen in the corner. Oh, wow. And I kid you not remember. <laughs> I is had it this... what they like show in the movies? Or is it Actually yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah. I mean you go in there I mean, like a lot of makeup and stuff? Or... No, not necessarily. I mean you have guys with their shirts off and dancing and it was just a little provocative, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is too much right now for me. Were you me. overwhelmed? I was, I was. I even had this one guy that came up to me, and I was like, uh, and he goes up to my friend, he's like, what's up with your, um, your friend? He's like, oh, he's straight. He goes, yeah, straight to my bed. And I was, I would never forget that, and I was like, no. Okay, well, yeah, I was like, this oh is God, an interesting. <laughs> no, oh my God, I can't yes. imagine. Yes. That's, oh my God. Yes. Like, I can't. <laughs> No, honestly, me, oh my god, I'd be like freaking out. Like, this little girl, like, are you with me? I can't imagine, I can see it. Oh my god. What the heck? Well, this is interesting, but that's the thing, too. I noticed, like, when going into this situation that you're unfamiliar, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm. in order to overcome that mountain. And that's something that I've always challenged myself. If there's something I'm uncomfortable with, yes, it's nerve wracking, and I used to get anxiety, like, shaking. But I was like, all right, just do it. There's a comfortability factor there, too, that you would achieve at some and point it doesn't like happen until you try exactly you know? and i'm like if it's something i don't want to do i won't do it but also if there's something for me that i feel like i have to overcome then i have to get used to it and i have to push myself to get mm-hmm. to that point for me to overcome those type of experiences or type of scenarios mm-hmm. so that was just that was interesting and it helped me mold me where i was but i felt free i felt comfortable being around people who didn't judge and i think that's yeah. what helped me get there it was like we're in a yes it's a gay club or a gay community but no one's judging me right now and i can mm-hmm. do whatever i want and i used to just love dancing because I used to dance. Oh, as I well. love dancing. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, good luck. Yeah, I, I used to have people like, oh my god, you were so wild last night. I was like, I was actually sober, but they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, just like to dance. Me, I, I get that. Like, I get like high of Jesus and like dancing. Yes. So it's like literally. Shake your temper. Yeah, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> but it was gay. It was a good experience. And, um, Going retracting back to that, like, yeah. it, honestly, the, my relationship that I have with my dad right now is phenomenal, you know? And, you know, there's many people who can't say the same and oh. I feel very blessed to have like my parents my family that I have right now because they don't judge me and just, it's kind of like okay cool moving on and, I'm like, and oh, you overcame well. that like how did that I guess that process you know of not speaking to your dad how did yeah. that bring you I guess quote-unquote tough skin you know how it brought me it just gave me that confidence like if my fa- like my friends accepted me that was a step forward my immediate like my siblings and my cousin they accepted me I'm like that's another step forward and then when it came to my parents I was like nothing can stop me right now because I have a, a team, I have a family that backs me up. And I was prepared, mentally prepared, saying yeah. again, like, if they didn't, I'm still going to be okay, Yeah. you know? And it was, that was, like, one of my first steps forward mm-hmm. is just building that confidence of, like, you know what, I'm loved, I have no worries right now, and that's honestly the, be- the best feeling. And regardless mm-hmm. of what the situation was, I knew I had to love myself first and be accepting of myself before I continue going forward. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And that's with your family, you know? That was with my family, yeah. So that brought you, I guess, like, a lot of confidence, right? You it did. I've always, yeah, I've always I mean, been you're pretty a, confident. You're like a confident king, yeah. so, 
I wish I see that's the thing. I like I do want them like I like to separate that because I've some I've gotten like oh cocky. I'm like cocky's more so like you're beneath me. I look at you like that. And I don't like to no. I like to give compliments. I like yeah, to like I like to help people. I'm, like stay humble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's actually on my page. I'm like be humble. You like, have to. I, yeah. If not, you turn into this person that mm-hmm. nobody really wants to see and be like. You you're know? unlike. You're not really approachable. And exactly. You're not like your brand is pretty yeah yeah nobody wants that Mm -hmm. i mean and have you i guess received like hate and stuff because of it or like no not really not really that's good i really and if i do i'm just not the type to really settle for i'm not the type like words don't really get to me or like if there's an opinion that's formulated that doesn't get under my skin i'm i'm so careless when it comes to that i'm extremely careless i'm like you can say whatever i'm like um okay yeah it like, doesn't like it just goes off your it shoulder. literally does it does not stick to me at all it's just i'm very careless when it comes to that and that's something also i learned from my relationship as well too it was just to be very passive yeah um with situations but that was truly where i let down my guard and i think that's where the tough skin that i was develop developing started i let somebody enter my skin yeah <laughs> my that. my heart and like oh, wow. it was an experience for me because I had to let all walls down and when you let all your walls down your um sorry walls down there we go yeah. you're experiencing something that's very unfamiliar with you mm-hmm. with, with with yourself and also you're allowing someone else to, to be to enter your life to enter mm-hmm. your mind to enter your emotions and that's what happened when I got into my re- last relationship well that was my first and actually last relationship that I got so honestly same I haven't dated since like 8th grade so <laughs> I'm not taking any takers because I'm married yeah. to Jesus but I totally feel it yes I, it was it was an experience and I learned so much for that um, it started off really well but it started I think it was after a year it started developing like different opinions it was yeah. kind of like alright this is what I, and I, I don't mind I love to agree to disagree but as long as we understand each other's viewpoint mm-hmm. and there was a lot of things that I saw not just that pertaining to our relationship, but just things I didn't really agree with. And mm-hmm. those differences kind of developed into conflict. Yeah. And conflict and conflict. Mm-hmm. And with so much conflict, it develops, you get tired of it at some point. And that's when it started going downhill from there. It did. It started going downhill from, from there. Like, it got to the point where, like, I want to take each other seriously. Like, I want us to live, like, be serious. Like, and oh, wow. just talk about, like, living together. Like, talk about, like, actually Like, the next serious. level. Exactly. Okay. You know, and it got to the point, well, I do believe in, like, 50-50, you know, like, 50-50, what? Like, 50 yeah. with my friends and 50 with my relationship. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Like, look at your parents. I look at my parents. I look like an older crowd, an older generation. People get their lives together. They work. They have kids. You don't have that 50-50 experience. It's more like 95-5%. Wow. <laughs> and we just had different viewpoints. And even when we tried to understand each other, it was just very, it was just, it didn't work. It just, there was so much love that we started with that also brought out the worst in us and challenged us in very in various ways how is that i mean i haven't really had much experience with relationships but like was that the comfortable stage you know because i'm comfortable like, at yeah. first it was and it, i guess at some point he would knock me on if he hey you're getting comfortable with this and i'm like okay all right i'll try it and try it and yeah. it, it just got to a point where i was becoming exhausted and i'm like i just feel like i'm not enough for you right now because you keep giving and giving and i don't know what else to do and it even brought out there were times we would go out and we'd get into fights. Like, not with each other, no, but no, yeah. we'd get into fights. And it got to, at the end of the, all that relationship, like, we ended up getting physical one day. And that kind of was the turning point of, like, oh, this is not good. Was that the realization that you felt like it was a toxic relationship? Yes. Or like... That was the one at the end. I felt like it was becoming toxic because even after that, 
there is no excuse for it or no what would you say like uh, approval for anyone yeah, to put hands on you. Of course, like, there's yeah. no reason for that, and you know it does it takes it to, to the tangle. We've really got to the point where we just got to that point and. It was crazy. It was very detrimental to me. And that took a toll on me. I lost my confidence. I felt so alone. I felt like, even though I had my family and friends, I still felt very alone and even worthless because it was like, I let all my walls down and let you guide me. And I had this experience with you. Mm -hmm. And especially with me being comfortable, I've introduced you to my family. It was just so many so much to the take factors. into factors and then all of a sudden that it starts going downhill and then you feel mm-hmm. like, and was there any i guess red flags that you know you thought oh, yeah. that was yeah now there, now like you look back at it yeah i reflect like, back and then i was like you know there were little red flags and it was more so of me looking over it because i'm not a quitter i don't like to quit i'm like if we're gonna make something work we're gonna make it work and like, love like doesn't blind you but like love it doesn't blind you, but... It kind of, like, puts a little bit over you. <laughs> There's a coding. A little bit. <laughs> There's a little coding factor, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, at the, at, towards the end, it was just kind of, like... I, I think what really helped me in that, in that aspect is, like, we tried to rekindle things. And even though, like, we got in that discrepancy, it was more so of, like, I forgive you. Don't forget, but I know, like, I that it came from a genuine place that he felt sorry, you know? And, and how was that? It wasn't, my family didn't prove so much. Like, I was like with my sister, and I'm like, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm just wanting to see where this person's coming from and just kind of move forward. I'm not going to hold a grudge and just stay mad at someone forever. No, yeah. Yeah. And, and at least you're not that type of person, you know, yeah. to hold that grudge and to like. Not just that, especially when they're making an effort to be like, I really apologize. Like, this is. They, they felt sorry for what they did. Yeah, and of course. they were willing to. Let bygones be bygones and so on and so forth. So I'm like, you know what, let's just squash it. I, it took me about a month before I even started talking to him again and try to like, I guess we try to rekindle things. At the end of that, it was just like, this is just back and forth, back and forth, back and mm. forth. So it got to the point where it was like, I'm going to show you that I'm here for you. And I did it one night. And then when I asked for the same in return, it wasn't given to me. And that's where I knew this is where it ends because wow. I showed you your, my part. You're not showing me yours. So yeah. it was great knowing you, but this is the end of it. And I mean, it was so much weight off my shoulders, off my chest. Because you feel free? I felt free, but I also felt like I need to do this because I lost who I was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who I was. I was a very happy-go-lucky person. Yeah. Just the life of the party. Yeah. And dating him, and towards the end, I just was maniacal. I felt crazy. And it was I, stripped off of you. Like it was that stripped. That happiness, mm-hmm. and that joy that you once carried. And, mm-hmm. wow. I felt like I was stripped of my character. I was stripped of my rights that wow. I had. And... I had to walk away and I'm like, even though this hurts because it's somebody I spent time with that I love and I care about. Invested in and everything. Oh my gosh, investments. (laughs) I feel you. That's where I got. I was like, you know, it hurts, but it's going to be for the better. Mm -hmm. And it took time, but it was a healing process and it helped me just pretty much like a snake shed my skin to develop some new skin and just make room for growth within my skin. And I enjoyed it and I, I appreciated the experience. I have actually happened to move like to another city to experience something different in general. Was it to here? It was, no, it was to Orlando. Oh, you went to Orlando? <laughs> mm-hmm. My sister's up there. Oh yeah. my God. And it was great. I'm like, nobody really knows me. I could just have a clean slate. Th- yes, exactly. A fresh start and... Your skin shut off and It shut again. And shut that was a really good experience and I felt really amazing up there. Wow. And I started to just be at a different place and experience something. And then how was that experience? Like, how, like you grew from that? You know, you started finding yourself. Like, how was the 
time that you started finding yourself and becoming that happy-go-lucky guy mm-hmm. again? Like, what was the moment? Or was it just a process? I think it was a... It was, honestly, it was a process. It was more so like, let me just get away from it because I really don't feel like I have much here, number one. And number two, I don't have much to lose. I... At the end of the day, I'd rather go and take a chance and, and experience something instead of just staying in a place and be like, what if, what if, what if, and how? Yeah. So I was like, what do I have to do? So I'm going to go up there. I had a great time. I felt like I was free even more. I was like, I'm in a place. It's kind of like being on a desert island. No one knows you. You can start your own culture there. and It can be whoever start you fresh. want. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And it was, a, it was definitely good for me. And I, was, I went back to my old ways of just me being happy and just... Being a happy-go-lucky person, meeting people, being social, and at the end of the day, I just knew it was like, all right, I'm not. I my past relationship was a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and it had dips and turns and ups and downs, left, right, inside yeah. out. <laughs> but it brought me to the person I am today, and it also helped me just mold that skin. All right, this is what I experienced. I'm not gonna compare my last relationship to my next one, but also I have standards, and this is what I'm looking for. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. Any signs that I feel like is gonna put me in a position where it's gonna be questionable, I'm not gonna continue with it. Yeah, I'm like you. A one lesson is all I needed. Like I needed one experience. I learned from one experience, and that's good enough. And that prepared you to mm-hmm. be, you know, that to value yourself and to mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I value myself. I see myself highly. I'm not gonna be that person mm-hmm. that people just run over, or take advantage of, yes. and things like that. And it did, and it, it really did. And then I noticed that it pushed me to the point where I was really, like my tough skin was probably made out of diamond. <laughs> because diamond it got to the, the point, room. yes. It got to the point where if I lost a friendship with, or with anyone, like any of my friends at the time, I was like, okay, next. And even close relationships, yeah. Wow, so you just like one after the other, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, if there was something there, I was like, I'll probably give you a second chance. After that, I'm not doing it again. Or I just give you one chance and that's it. Like, oh, I, I, yeah, it was not. Was it hard to, I guess, forgive or was that, was it because of him? It wasn't so much the hard part of forgiving. It was more so the fact of like, I'm not going to play these games. I'm not going to go back and forth with people. I'm not going to justify or constantly like okay let me give you the benefit of doubt and t- be taken advantage of yeah that's exactly. something i didn't want to do and i was like this is it and i'm not doing it anymore mm. like even a friend You're acquaintance like, I'm yeah i'm like i'm not talking to just cut 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 i'd rather just cut cut it and go and wow. yeah it was that i was dropping friends left and right um but i think like what what changed what changed for me was june 12th 2016 oh. <laughs> Two years to be ago. exact, yeah. Yes. Two. We, we love efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> um, what changed for me was um, June twelfth, two thousand sixteen. So that was actually the shooting at Pulse nightclub. Oh wow! I was actually in the club when that happened, and um, that was just crazy experience. So I'll give you like a synopsis. Um, yeah, like what happened? Yeah, run down. You know, mm-hmm. Down that night. So a bunch of my friends, we were doing a house, a housewarming at one of my friends' house. So yeah. we went did the housewarming. We're like, let's go to the club. We went to the club. It was going near two. They were like, hey, we're about to leave. I'm like, all right, cool. Give me one second. I was talking to a friend. So literally moments after that, that's when the gunshots started. And were you in the club when I was? Gun- so there was two you rooms. Heard the yes, I did hear the gunshots. I was in. The there was two rooms, so I was in the room on the left, which is kind of like the hip hop yeah. room, and then the other room was more of like the main room. Wow. That's where it started there. And at first, it was kind of like, is this part of the music? Yeah. What's going on? And I looked behind me, and everyone's like ducking. And I'm like, okay, 
here. What's going on? Oh my gosh. So then it was like a moment of silence and started it again and it's right back at each other. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay, this is not normal. This, I think, I, it, it sounded like there was two people shooting at each other. Yeah. It just sounded like there was a, a fire back and forth. Yeah. So I immediately, I'm one of those people who just know how to react in the moment. I don't freeze. So Survival mode. Just exactly. So what I did was like, all right, a nice situation. Look at this exit right here. Look at the exit. Saw people like running. I'm like, okay, so no one's outside. So that's clear. Let me hear. It's in the distance. Sounds like they're going outside of the club. So there's like a patio area. I was like, this is my chance. I grabbed my friend. I'm like, let's go. Literally dragged them out and ran out the club through that exit, that side exit door. And I just remember hearing shots and shots. So looking back, I saw one person on the floor. And I was like, this is insane. What the hell is going on? Um, so from that experience, it was more so like after that, ran away, like, here you go. I'm going to go back. I'm like, I have to find my friends. And when I went back, police went were, back? yeah, well, I was running back. I didn't actually go inside, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but I ran back and the police were already arriving with canines and they were like, yo, stop. And I was you like, my there. friends, my friends are like, get away, get away. Like I have a flashlight, a canine and a gun pointed at me. Wow. So it was more a sense of like, so you couldn't No. Yeah, so I literally ran away. Then after that, it was a phone. I called one friend, and he was shot. I was like, where are you? He was across on the other side of the club. I'm like, all right, I'll call you back. But he was still good, but just, like, bleeding. Yeah. He got grazed. Wow. I called my other friend. She was still inside and was talking to her. And in mid-conversation, didn't hear her anymore. So that night, I mean, it was just a waiting game. When I had three friends end up in the hospital. And then I found out that night, well, the next morning, uh, we got a phone call saying two of our friends passed away. So and was it the one that we were in the One of them was a girl, yeah, that I spoke with over the phone who made conversation, didn't hear anymore. And then the other one was um, an, um, her, uh, another close friend of ours and one of her fr- um, best friends, too. Yeah. yeah. So that whole process was just insane for me. It was traumatic. I'd never been through anything that traumatic. And then the second thing was I never really lost people that were close to me. So and how was that like dealing with you know seeing them one day and then not seeing them after? It that? didn't feel real. It did not feel real. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it, and I just didn't know what to do. My mind went on autopilot. It was just like I'm going to the hospital, seeing my friends out of there, making sure everything's okay. I didn't care about me at that moment. Yeah. It was more so of like I need to see, make sure everybody else is okay because I'm fine. I made it out. I You're didn't fine. Touch. Yeah. Okay. I just knew I I needed to make sure everybody else was okay. And it was just the body counts, all that. All that started acting, um, coming um, to news and started surfacing. And I, I remember to this day, my sister called me and uh, she was like, hey, everything. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm, I made it out. I'm just, right now it's, it's hectic. I have some friends here. We're still waiting on, like, the yeah. situation with our other friends. Yeah. yeah. And this is going to say, yeah. And uh, I remember to this day, I always get shaky when I say, <laughs> I say this part. Um, but my she told me like, okay yeah because um your your nephew was asking to go is the okay and at that moment i broke down because i didn't realize who i could have possibly left behind and wow. my, my nephew is like my third like he's super close to me mm-hmm. so she was like are you there i'm like yeah i'm like <laughs> like, literally like yeah i was like my little man who looks up to me who adores me i'm like his role model and i didn't think about that and yeah. so she said, I'm like, I didn't think about my family. I was just so concerned in, in but the moment. With your friends and that mm-hmm. you just lost all control of that. And wow. I, yeah, it brought me to reality. I'm like, I did not realize who I could have left behind. So that was a process for me. And 
I had a trip the following week to go to New York, and I was like, let me go visit family at least. Um, to see them and yeah. explain yourself. Yeah. yeah, so that was crazy. came back, and then I, I had started counseling because I knew I needed it. Yeah. I'm like, I knew I needed it. And it was crazy because before, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to grieve because I never dealt with emotions. Growing up, it was more so. Straight this. Yeah, back, back to the military house. Yeah. I was like. I didn't know what emotions were. That's why when wow. things were said to me, I'm like, okay, I don't really care. And then you know, it just, I was so... You were I, so I, tough that dealing with this brought mm-hmm. all emotion back Yeah, to I you. cut all these friends off. I'm like, and it actually repaired all, like, all of my friendships. Really? It really did repair all of those friendships that I really, I, that I had cut off. So it was just more so they're like, hey, I'm going to come up there. I'm like, come. I literally had like 20 people in my house Aww. like for like a week. It, the love and support was just crazy and you know How just that experience like feeling that love like feeling that compassion feeling you know all your friends you know, it love felt you safe and, it yeah. felt safe be- i just didn't know how like i kept getting the question of like hey what do you need or like what hey do how need? do you feel and you're like i don't know because i haven't experienced that yeah i, I experienced something a little similar um my grandma last year mm-hmm. um in july she passed away and then Sorry, the week, it's okay <laughs> i'm Brought me tough skin, but um, the week after that, my grandpa passed away. Oh. So it was like one after the other, and I've never experienced that again, like before, because my grandma. It was literally, I was sitting. Um, you know when they say that they wait for the like the last person that they love to take their last breath. Yeah. Like literally, I remember I was working out at the YMCA, and I remember I, I started going back there. But I was working out, and then I was doing abs, and then I felt something tell me stop and go to your grandma's house yeah like that's it and i'm like oh my god so i just went to my car i'm crying i'm like okay god like what is this so i go to my grandma's house and i literally run through the door i see her she sees me she grabs my hand she takes one last breath and then she passed away and i was like wow yeah so that it was like a movie like everything was slow motion i didn't know what was going on and i was like lola like grandma i love you Mm -hmm. and like on my knees it was just traumatic it's crazy thinking about Mm -hmm. it but um after that like you i didn't know how to feel everyone was like are you okay um we're here for you i'm sorry condolences i'm like yeah okay but like that doesn't take away that my grandma's gone you know but but i do know what i do know is that she's in a better place i do know that like she loves god and she has jesus in her heart and i'm like okay like she's in heaven and I have that reassurance, you know, like I felt that peace of like God telling me like she's with me, like don't worry. So it's kind of like you feel that. So, and then now it brought me tough skin because like I can, I feel like I can overcome anything. Because if you go through that, then you feel like you are not. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. I'm like the things that you go through in life is just, and that's like, again, where I was saying like, I just live by being comfortable with being uncomfortable because wow. that's how you experience these situations. Not, I'm saying, I'm not saying, go, hey, go experience the shootout. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, go experience <laughs> things, this. There's no. things you can control and there's things you can't control, exactly. you know? For the things you can't control, it's like, take a risk and go for it. The things you can't control, you just, you overcome it. And this was a, a that's, that, that truly was something that balanced me because of my yeah. tough skin that I had before and then bringing it back down for me to be humble. 
Wow. And so I went from this person just happy-go-lucky to being completely vulnerable to going all the way up to being, all right, right. I'm not dealing yeah. with anyone's crap. Mm-hmm. And then to go through that experience, that traumatic experience and learning and through counseling, it helped me understand myself as a person with even situations that I had in my past that I never knew would have been brought up and be like, wow, this really affected me in the long run. Like it, it, everything was from a root, like from yeah. the root, like you didn't realize Things piled up and yeah. you don't realize like, whoa. And from that... Like, from your childhood mm-hmm. growing up and everything yeah and I never thought I would like I'm a counseling whatever and yeah, like, through this I knew it I was like I have to because one something traumatic losing two close friends that I never lost anybody close to me it was more so like I'm gonna need this wow. and it made me so in tune with myself and it made me become extremely humble like to this day I always say I live by a vow and I promised this to my girls when they passed I was like no matter what I will always be cordial with everyone and regardless of what happens or what situations I may encounter or my, with my friendships, with acquaintances, with family, I would still want to be humble because at the end of the time, at the end of the day, you never know what can change. Mm-hmm. And that was my biggest thing. I was like, at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I don't leave off at a bad, like I'll leave off on a bad note. Yeah, because everything else was turning into It's that sense of regret. You go through those stages of grief, of regret. Of, of course. I mean, I was drinking and taking, I, what is it? Uh, so I had, I had an anxiety attack and I got rushed to the hospital because I never experienced that. And that was literally the week right before I started counseling. Wow. And, there and was, how long was it after your friends? That was possibly three weeks. Oh, wow. Because you're still dealing with it. Yeah. It was probably, possibly three weeks and I didn't start the counseling process. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, it brought me to a very dark moment. I would lock myself in my room or lock myself at home. I would be dark. I would literally just drink and have, like, they gave me, uh, I would have wine and they, they gave me, like, pills for the anxiety. And wow. I, it was like, I questioned myself, how am I here and not them? I, I literally wow. said that. I'm like, I had two amazing friends that were so selfless. Literally, I never got any arguments with them. We were always having a good time. We were always there for each other, supporting each other for events, for birthdays, for whatever the case was. And I felt so guilty because they left and they had things going for them where I feel like who am I and what am I doing I'm, I I felt like I was a better candidate Wow. and I would just drink the night away and just I would fall asleep before I just want to sleep I just want to sleep and when like you said the question of like what did you what do you need I didn't know what I needed but I realized at some point I'm like you know everyone's support and love and just saying hey I'm here whatever you need yeah help me build that skin help me reestablish myself but also wow. redefine myself as a human being yeah from having that tough that super tough skin to also being humble mm-hmm. so that's where i i've gone to from that i've literally made a commitment to myself like regardless of anything we cannot be talking like from if we weren't talking before it we i'm good with you now yeah regardless of what situation of what we've been through Wow. I still value as a person, as a human being, mm-hmm. even if I don't agree with you on certain aspects mm-hmm. or characters, I'm still okay with you. Yeah. And you like, you went, I guess, through forgiveness, like with all your friends. And oh, yeah. Like, that. like, how did that, how did all the, like everything what happened with your friends, mm-hmm. you know, bring you to who you are today? The forgiveness, I think that was the biggest thing. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm over it. Like, I don't care what grudges I have or what our past was, what it consisted of, or what issues we had. It's over. Like, life is too damn short. Yes. And Yes. And, you know, people say, oh, life is short. And, like, I feel like you have to go through something to actually understand what life is too short. Because it was like that. My friends didn't have a chance. And I felt like, wow. And I went through that of, like, damn. You know, so it helped 
redefine myself for me to, to achieve that sense of humbleness and to be acceptable with myself and be like, Kenny, you don't have to literally cut off everyone. Yeah. You're a beautiful person inside, outside. Mm-hmm. You're confident. You have an amazing personality and energy that people look towards you and yeah, actually this is what you have to offer. If you're hurt or someone hurts you, you know how to deal with it. And you see signs, number one. And if you don't see those signs, it's an experience you learn from me. You keep moving forward. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. Thank you for the experience. But um, this is just not going to work. But I do appreciate you as a person. I value you for who you are. But you're just not my cup of tea. But hey, you know, if I see you, hi. Bye. Just say hey. Yeah, be civil and like dealing yeah. with that. No, because trust me, I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> dealing with fake people and you see people and you're like, man, how do I deal with you and this and everything. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like everyone's there's friends that are there for a season there's yeah. friends there for a reason and there's a friend there for a lifetime yeah. you know so mm-hmm. i feel like even with that you just learn so much with it and like learning like going back like knowing who you are mm-hmm. you know getting that tough skin humbling yourself yeah. and you know how how are you now like how is it now like how many years was it like how are you feeling <laughs> now like all that process you know yeah. and then now like like, who is Kenny now, you know? Kenny now is back to the sense of being in, feeling invincible. You know, I, I still am that person who's very... And, yeah. <laughs> I feel like nothing can break me down, really. I'm like, I've been through an ugly relationship. Something started off beautiful and ended up ugly. I st- mm-hmm. I've been through something that was traumatic. I've been through something where I felt like I questioned myself and questioned my life as to why I was here because I lost two people who were very valuable to me. And so you go through that and feel that where I'm still here standing and I'm alive and I am have things going for myself makes me feel like I'm here for a reason. And God, yeah. I said it and I still say it, God left me here because I'm not done yet. Yeah, there's, there's things that I have to do. Now. Yes, I'm destined to do something. I'm destined to make a difference. One way, somehow, like it's gonna happen yeah and you know things are things may not happen overnight but you gotta fight for what you believe for and what you believe in and because i went through those experiences i just feel like i'm a great person and it's not me just being cocky it's just me like i feel happy with myself and it goes back to just loving yourself and because i love myself i'm like i have to put that first before anything else because no one can take my happiness away yeah. and I won't allow that I will not allow it no so, don't yeah. yeah love yourself man mm-hmm. like be there you know obviously at the end of the day it's like it's you like I always say like at the end of the day like to the girls I mentor I'm like look I'm not gonna be there you know <laughs> when you die yeah you know, it's gonna be you and God like it's mm-hmm. literally not you know at the end of the day it's it's like us you know yeah. and the people that we surround ourselves with and you know things we yes. believe in and I'm all about positive energy and like, let's all be happy. (laughs) Yeah, to bring each other up because like, I love the whole concept of bringing people up and, you know, like everybody has a story, everybody has their thing and, you know, no matter what, like not to be judgmental, not to be like, this is like Tough Skin is a place, like Tough Skin Podcast is a place where people can be open and Mm -hmm non-judgmental it's like a safe space yeah. it's not like therapy but i mean <laughs> low-key high-key it it's relatable you know, like, there's a lot of situations that are relatable yeah and there's yeah. people that deal with it you mm-hmm. know so what is it what would you tell someone that is dealing with you know like dealing with relationships yeah. or dealing with you know losing someone that was close to them like you got over it 
you like you not go over it, you overcame it. So what is it some what it, what are some advice that you can give to those people mm -hmm. that are going through it right now that's listening here or even live or even my YouTube channel? Hey guys. <laughs> the lighting is like totally dark, but we're cool. It's fine. <laughs> we're doing shit. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should tell them to ask questions too. That'd be awesome. Oh for real. Um, my biggest advice is tough skin is not always just about literally that. It's not the form of what is little meaning is of tough skin. Yeah. You have to be humble. You have to be able. It's it, There's a lot of factors that come into it. Mm -hmm. And with that, it comes to experience. Don't be afraid to experience something. Mm. If you're going through a rough time, it's going to get better. Like, if you feel like you're in your heart, in your mind, in your gut, that this is not right for you, go by what you feel. It yeah. is very hard. Like, the whole relationship factor. I knew as much as I love this person, I didn't want to let this person go. But you this had wasn't. to. Yeah. I'm like, I have to. It's going to hurt, but it's going to wow. be better at, in the end. So you that, saw like a greater purpose of it. Yes. I'm like, you know what? I see myself standing at the corner waiting for me to come back to me. Wow. And that's crazy. That's what it was. It was like, hey, this is, I got to walk away from that. And that's one step there. And if you're going to go through something that's very, if it's questionable, especially if it's life, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. And I, that's mm -hmm. relatable when it came to like, hey, I'm here to talk. I'm like, I don't know how to talk to you. And it's not yeah. because if I talk to you, I feel like I'm venting. Yeah. No, I want to vent. I want to yeah. talk to someone who knows what I'm going and through. And you want to go through it too. Because the thing is, is that like you said. Um, you feel alone because yeah. you don't know how to no. relate. Everyone's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they don't really know what you feel. You yeah. Know? And, and it's good. Like I even had a friend. Um, she's one of my good friends from church. And mm. she was literally that friday heard another person came to my house and and then they were just trying to make my day and i was like i i i'm sorry like i'm usually like you like happy go lucky yeah. like i'm like i love people we love all this stuff but you just didn't feel that contentness and she she was like i lost my sister you yeah. know so so she was like you can get over it if i can get over it too and yeah. you can get through it and just having that person just sit there you know hug you while you're crying mm -hmm. or like be that person to just talk to you about like stupid things to get mm -hmm. your mind off of it or you know it, it was a process and you know even some advice that i would give is you know like even if like you believe in god or even if you don't you know yeah you can yeah um <laughs> even if you don't or even if you do um i would just say you know lay all the burdens lay everything down to god and he'll back you up you know even if you're religious or not just mm -hmm. like i don't know it got to a point where i went to my room and i was like god I know you're real, but like you need to fill this void in my heart that was empty and I couldn't feel that void. Yeah. And literally he filled that void in my heart and I just felt so free, so different. And like that, that missing piece that everybody's mm -hmm. looking for, like in relationships and, and going out and everything, I just felt that peace come over me, Yeah, you know, and even those that are listening, you know, if you want that peace, you know, like you'll get it, you know, like surround yourself with people that love that are in the same mentality as you guys yeah. that you know to build you up instead of tearing you down mm -hmm. you know you know and it's so true like you sometimes you feel like you may have dead weight or you have friends that may not understand what your path is or what the path you're choosing to go to yeah. and how hey this is something I used to do actually this is what I want to do now you know and, and you're people changing can, yeah you, it, you're evolving when people say oh you change I'm not really changing I'm evolving mm -hmm. you know and change is not a bad thing it it's okay it. like if you're willing to change if, you're maturing exactly and it's okay to do that you know and if you happen to lose people in the process of it it's okay like there's going to be people who understand you and will not judge you and at the end of the day I'm not going to talk to you for three weeks but I know 
next time we talk is to be continued and we pick up where we left off. You yeah. Know? You're going to find those individuals and that's part of growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, and no, it's, I'm going it's through hard. that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of growing up, okay? Yes, we need to grow up. We be here. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And it, it's very questionable when it comes to the people you surround yourself. But mm-hmm. look at everybody that you surround yourself with. Question. You don't have to question, but look at it. How are you, how are you a value to me? Mm-hmm. And if you can't answer that question when it comes to the wow. people you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. I think that you find your answer right there. Yeah, like, like how are you, like, how are you edifying each other? How mm-hmm. are you there building each other up? Are you being like negative and bringing you down? You know, what, like what you said, what is it that they're bringing to the table? Like you said, 50 50, yeah. you know, it takes you to tango. You need those people that are there to lift you up and not tear you down because yeah. honestly, like, I don't got time mm-hmm. for that in my life. Yeah. And like you, I had to cut out a lot of people in my life that were toxic, but. At the end of the day, I can have literally a handful of people that I know that are like my ride or die. Like yeah. I can go to them. Yo, what's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's so old school. Sorry. I know. You're like, hey. <laughs> people are watching us. They're like really cringy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we just need to surround ourselves with people that um, have the same mentality and, mm-hmm. and that believe in the same things that we do and that are striving to be the best selves mm-hmm. that they can be. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I, one thing I do surround myself with people who go through experiences, and I, I, I realize that, I don't ever judge a book by its cover. And I, the reason I say this is because mm. I'm one of those people, I'm like, you're very quiet, you're very mysterious. Yeah. You're very, I'm like, there's... You would think. Yeah, but I, there's something like, oh, I don't really care, though, but that person doesn't talk. I'm like, you know what, actually, there's, there has to be a reason. I'm one of those people who are very... Instigative. Yeah, oh, yes. Me? And I'm curious, I'm like, there's a reason why you are the way you are, and yes. I would be that person to figure it out. But you know what, I you know, I appreciate you as a person. I want wow. to let you know I appreciate that, because not many people take the time to get to know people. They're just... It's, this is what I saw, and automatically I already, I'm like, I'm one of those people, okay, I see, maybe that's who you are, but let me find out why you are. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, now I understand. Yeah. And that's it. You have to be open-minded. I think that's the key mm-hmm. in anything. No. Once you're open-minded, it opens so many doors, and that's you're so, so comfortable with yourself. Yeah, and to say yes, you know, instead of being, no, no, no. say yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, it's so great to just be, like you said, open-minded mm-hmm. and to be, like, I love when you said that, like, tough skin, it, it like, matures you and, and you, like, take that layer off. Tough skin off. is your experiences that you go through yeah, and where you're story. at. There's always a story. There is. Like you said, you can literally, we literally met at a photo shoot. And photo then, shoot, yes. I don't know, one day I was writing things for my life films, you know, at life underscore films underscore the plug, you know, property <laughs> business in Miami or anywhere you can find me out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we were doing that and I remember doing a post where I was like, I want to know people's stories mm-hmm. and like, wh- I was like, oh, who's Ken? Like, how is Kenny? And then when you <laughs> sent me your story, I was like, bro, <gasps> I need you on my podcast. Like, I need you here with me telling your story because your story is going to, like, you don't know who you're mm-hmm. going to impact, you know, yeah. like who's listening that may go through, man, like, I don't know if I should be here anymore, you know, things like that, and listen to your story and how you overcame it mm-hmm. and who you are now, that happy-go-lucky guy, that mm-hmm. humble person that loves everybody and that accepts everybody, that they're saying, you know what, I can overcome it too. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a community. It's funny you say that because that's actually my next um, segment on my YouTube channel. Ooh. Yeah, it's actually, I'm going to talk about... The plug. Yeah. The, um, I'm going to talk about the situation with Pulse. 
and also like PTSD and because I just feel like it's a lot of it's relatable like mental health is something that is very important too That's and true. even when coming with tough skin like that that has a huge factor in it and it's okay to talk to someone it really it it is. is and it's yeah. so therapeutic it's also like taking yoga verbal yoga <laughs> <laughs> But, Please uh, help me with my life, guys. Yes. I just need that venting yes. session. It's good to talk to somebody you don't know. Right? And they're biased. Like, yeah. they're not here to tell you you should do this. It's just like, they offer you. They help me understand. They give understand. you advice. They're yeah. the outside. Sometimes you need to talk to that outside source that's not exactly. in your circle of friends. That's not with the mm-hmm. cheese bag. You know, that, like, will give you, that will open up your mind yeah. about certain mm-hmm. things. Which and is true. That's what I'm going to focus on. You know, I think it's something that's very... That needs to be spoken about. And it was funny because the past two years, I was just like, I don't want to talk about that situation. I, yeah. I, I was selective. I, I had people calling me for interviews. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to do that to have my name out. I felt wow. like you're just, you're not being empathetic with me, what I went through. You're just trying to get a story out of me. Wow. And that's not, that's not cool. Like it was literally reporters really? everywhere. Yes. I had reporters everywhere. And I'm just like, this is not what you're going to get from me. Wow. And I'm not going to give you that. And what changed? Um, I feel like I need to speak out. I feel like the world needs to know. Like mm-hmm. this is the experience, and this is what I this is what I went through. This is how I overcame it. And you know, there are still moments that I have where I'll just sit in the corner and I'll cry, and I'm like, ah, that feels good. Yeah, you know? just to let it out. You yeah, that. it we, feels good. That honestly, that moment you watch like a sad love mm-hmm. movie, and like you're like, you know, I'm single, mm-hmm. but like I love ice cream. And the next day, you're like, yo, the grind. That's it. Like, yes. let's get this day done. And it's so funny. So my thing is pizza. I'll eat pizza <gasps> and watch like Netflix all day. Oh my god, I love pizza and Netflix. Yes, honestly, it's such funny. a mood. <laughs> I'll eat a whole pie. And I'm yes, like, I'm so proud. <laughs> oh no! I, which 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 place of pizza? Is it, which place of pizza? I can't even talk. I'm like, <laughs> what what? Um, what's your favorite? Oh my gosh, this is gonna okay. So when it comes to that specific yeah. mood, I'm not really picky with food, but when it comes to that specific mood, I'm going to Little Caesars for my little five dollar pizza. Oh yeah, hot and ready. Okay. we're going. And that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's it. So, but I think it's yeah, it's it is something that I I want to speak out on and just want people to feel like they can relate. Yeah, I like. You that. know, and it's time that I feel like I, I speak up and just share my story and have people understand you know I'm not here to save to for likes or for opinions I just yeah. want everybody to know this is this, this is my story and this is how I got where I'm at and this, wow. it's okay you there's gonna be challenging situations heck yes but there's gonna be a light at the end and it's gonna push mm-hmm. you to do something that you never knew you were capable of doing wow. and I love that that's true like at the end of the day you know some stories like like our book is always being written yeah. you know we're not truly at the full potential of where we're supposed to be but yeah. like i love when you said you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel because at the end of the day you know the i, I forgot what quote it was but it was literally saying um it's not about the destiny it's about mm-hmm. the journey that you've gone through the path that you take and mm-hmm. the bumps in the roads that you go through the friendships the relationships everything you know your life and then you become this person and you stand there and you're saying wow i had to shed all of this to get tough skin i had to become this person mm-hmm. and, and become mature and grow up and be in this place and be like you know what like this is me yeah, and you will reflect like, this on this. This is real. Right? Yeah, you're like, dang, what was I thinking before? Like, you're like, yeah. I look like that. I had blonde, I had blonde hair. I had pink hair. I went through this identity crisis oh thing, fam. Oh my god. I hear you. I was there once. Yeah. <laughs> I I come. I'm finally back to the natural thing, but it's mm-hmm. great. We slay. Yeah. But. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> life's not existing here. <laughs> it's on. It's on its way. It's growing. <laughs> Inches. Yes. Actually, it's only like an inch right now. <laughs> 
okay. And she's on its way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> no, yeah. So I guess um, anything else you want to add? Nothing. Um, honestly, be true to yourself, regardless if people like you or not. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. That's the most important thing. The day you love, the minute you love yourself, you'll feel like you're unstoppable. That's when you know mm-hmm. you're on the right path. So yes. just start. That's where it all truly begins. When you have self-acceptance and you love yourself. And even if you don't surround yourself with people who appreciate you. Yeah. Who appreciate you for you and not with people who are trying to change you. Yes. Kind of toxic people. It's yes. not worth it. Those cycles need to be snips, snips now. <gasps> yes, no, dude. Everything in life mm-hmm. is a cycle. Mm-hmm. And literally, I love how this real thing, like this being real, raw, mm-hmm. podcasting, yeah. it's becoming, it's a trend. Yeah. But I just love it because you have to be real. Like, in, you go on Instagram and it's the highlights of your life. You know, it's like, oh, I look mm-hmm. good today, so let me post that. But yes. in reality, and you're in a freaking it. bun. And <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, like my last night, where I was like, my hair looks crazy, but guess what? I'm going through my ugly phase because I'm growing it out. So if you yeah. don't like it, you cannot watch my story or you cannot follow that. me. Like, I do not care. And that's the thing. Don't have that yeah, sense of like, I don't care. Yeah, you love yourself. Love yeah. yourself. Dude. Just make sure no one ever penetrates that. Yeah. So, oh no. So, okay. I mean, I guess they were like, oh, okay. But. So, um, I guess this is the end of Tough Skin Podcast, so where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, K underscore Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, 531. And uh, I use that more, but uh, Facebook is Kenneth Melendez, yes. I'm like, did I change that? <laughs> and a little birdie told me you have a YouTube channel. Oh, yes, thank you. Do um, plug my, it, please. Yeah. My YouTube channel is called the K Michael Segment. And it's spelled the same, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. The K Michael Segment. Right now it's five videos, but there are more to come, for sure. Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> no, definitely, guys, subscribe to him. All of his links will be down below. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to see me in person or on video form, um, I have a YouTube channel also. You definitely have to set up a collab. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can follow me at A-B-S-T-E-R-R-7. And then my Instagram is the same. And if you guys need a photographer or videographer in Miami, I have a videography business. You know, we love an efficient clean. And she is (laughs) amazing. I, she sent me the, like, when I received those copies, I was like, I do not know which photo like to Like the natural photos? Yes. I was like, I'm just going to, Instagram allows 10. I'm like, for each outfit. 10? I was like, 10. But you look so good. Oh my God, the yeah. lighting was amazing. I was here, like, bending and, and, like, on my knees. I'm like, okay, this is so good. Like, yeah. I'm like, and you slayed it. Oh my God, Thank I was you. like, this king. And, yeah, so life underscore films underscore. Mm-hmm. And then... Guys, follow this podcast. This is the longest podcast that we have. But I love I love long podcasts. I love listening and what I drive and everything. Mm-hmm. So follow it at Tough Skin underscore podcast. <laughs> so guys, I guess that's all that we have for today. We'll definitely hear you guys in our next episode. Thank you so much for Thank being on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. I have such an exciting time. How do you feel? Oh, I feel I mean, I mean you just have yeah, the whole thing on me. I just feel great. I mean, it's not, if I could touch one person right now, that, that's great. You know, it's, if as long as someone leaves nice and ther- like they went through therapy right now, go for it. You yes. know? So I feel great. I hope that our messages of tough skin were 
they touched someone and that, you know, it was elaborated as not necessarily having tough skin, but it's also the experiences that got you to where you are right now. Exactly. Just remember to be humble. Yes. And, Stay humble. you know, you're going to be good at the end of the day. Positive vibes all day, every day. Awesome. Yes. No, I love that. So, guys, we talked a lot. We're going to drink some, like, drink water, some water some tequila. Some, I mean. some tea. <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, we love you guys and we'll hear you guys in our next podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.